The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is our monthly coaching call. This is presented to you by the Institute of Responsible Wealth, and our guest today is Jacqueline Whelan of Solutions Provided. Jacqueline, welcome to our show today. How Hi, are you? Hi, Frank. It's great to be here. Our topic this month for our listeners is going to be around the right mindset around wealth, enjoying wealth, building wealth, and so forth. Jacqueline, with what she does, is she acts as a consultant for different companies and for individuals around really being coached and how do you grow. So maybe Jacqueline, take just a couple of minutes and you know tell us about you know what you do in the area of coaching, and then we'll get into our topic. Okay, well, our company is Solutions Provided, and we tagline Optimizing Human Performance. And when we work with individuals, individuals and companies and groups, it's really about mindset, behavior, interpretation, understanding how they perceive and misperceive behaviors, situations, other people. Now, for a lot of our listeners, they're sitting there and they're going, it's like, what does this have to do with money? And the reality is, is that Everything. Building, I was going to say, yeah, building wealth and enjoying wealth really starts also with a mindset. Exactly. And we spend a lot of time talking about attitude and choice, as you know. So attitude is our mindset, how we think, how we approach life, and the choices that we make. And when we're in coaching sessions working with people, the first area that we talk about is the importance of financial stability. Because we have found that if people are really misaligned on their financial goals and their financial situation, it causes a great deal of stress in their life. And in their life can mean professional life, personal life, health and wellness, emotional stability. Great point. So, you know, with that in mind, you know, for our listeners, you know, perhaps we can take a little bit of, you know, uh, time and go through. There's, you know, we always say there's two mindsets. There's a scarcity mindset. There's an abundance mindset. Uh, one will help you to grow. One will hold you back. So maybe you can address those mindsets and, you know, kind of how they work and how people can kind of, you know, figure out where they are and maybe how to open up their mindset a little bit. Okay, let's go there. If life were as easy as reading the poster and saying living abundantly, we would all be there. But apparently it's not because many people struggle with getting to that abundant place. It's interesting when we deal with people, they can be given the same scenario or same situation, but their viewpoint and the way they approach it is very different. So, Frank, when you're dealing with people or people in the financial industry are dealing with people, there will come a point they will inherit, possibly. Our children will be gifted. And they will be given something, and you can have five different children look at that gift in five different ways. One of them could see, oh, increase in wealth. Another could see what? Reduction in work. <laughs> okay, reduction in work. Um, this week we were talking to some guys, and they said, well, that would increase my taxes. That would increase my expenses. There's just a myriad of ways people will look at it based on the way they interpret it. We do that with every aspect of our life. You know, yes. what's interesting is, is, you know, I remember years ago I went to a program out in Pecos River, New Mexico, and there was a gentleman there. His name was Larry Wilson, 
and you know he gave an example of you know a snake coming into a room and he said you know one person goes up and says oh i love snakes one person no- didn't even notice a snake walk- coming into the room and the other one was standing on top of a table was deathly afraid of snakes same event all different responses so it's you know how we internalize things that really is you know produces our outcome and it happens around wealth and everything else. It does. And I think that's the key of scarce thinking and abundant thinking is do how do you look at it? And the snake example is great. It's like, do you even notice it? Is that a detail in the room that you even pick up on? If you're not picking up on it, you're probably a big picture thinker. If you're seeing it, you're really down in the weeds and you notice every detail and nuance. So and, and it's not that one's bad and one's good. It's no. just who we instinctively are. Mm-hmm. But that can also prevent people from having that life of wealth that they like to have, whatever that can be, which is are we getting in the muck too much and not seeing the big picture? Or are we so in the big picture that we're not paying attention to the detail? Or do you get so distracted because you don't have a plan, you have a want and you have a wish, but you don't have a plan that you don't know how to get to get out of your situation to get to where you want to be. And that's what coaching helps with. It helps you create a plan. It helps you really get clear on what you want beyond just saying, oh, yeah, that would be nice. It's a great point. That's why, you know, it's interesting is I, I just did a talk earlier today at a uh, organization, and we were talking about the idea of coaching and advising, which is why we do these calls, which is it's one thing to get advice, the other side of that is to really get coaching to help you to stay on the path of where it is that you want to go. And so that's why we do these kind of on the in-between. But if I stay with this a little bit, Jacqueline, how does someone, if, if they know that you know there's things that they want to do, but they don't do them, okay, or they have a plan, but they set a goal, and then they look that their actions aren't in alignment with what their plan is, how do people get on track or back on track or – stop themselves from doing that well the first thing is the hardest part which is being candidly honest and truthful with yourself because thinking drives behavior drives results and the truth is in your behavior if we gave a team our individuals a puzzle and we said okay as a team solve this puzzle put it together some people would listen some people would listen and do it others would kind of sit back and watch others. Others might take their cell phone and go make calls and not even be part of the team. And and in that dynamic, what you would see is their behavior. And that behavior would equal how they approach life. It would represent a component of how they go about life. So when we say, what do we give them if they say they want something? Well, they have to dial back and really be candid about how do they do life? And what is their success rate and hit rate, and where do they really focus, and when do they stay on track? People join a gym because they say they want to lose weight, but really it's do you want to be healthy? Because being healthy is a long-term goal. Losing weight can be a short-term. That's a great point. You know, there's a great book out by Simon Sinek, and the book is called Start With Why?, Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things that we always tell you know the people that we work with is 
you really have to have a reason, a big reason for you to do whatever it is you're trying to do. So if I'm looking to save for my future, I want to, ha- and you know, what I'm telling myself is I want to have a comfortable retirement, then I have to really have identified what does a comfortable retirement actually mean. And then I have to own that. And you have to be willing to make sacrifices in the short term to have the abundance of the long-term gain. Great point. And, you know, it's interesting when you say that. Uh, one of our advisors uh, uses a term that I love, and we call it the hard easy mm-hmm. or the easy hard, which is I can do the hard things now, okay, and get them out of the way, and it makes for an easier time later. Or I can take the easy road now and then have a much more difficult time later. And it's kind of, you know, we have a choice that we're going to make. And, you know, when I was doing a a seminar earlier in the week, one of the things that I I mentioned to people is, is that, you know, our skin, as we get older, gets thinner. Mm -hmm. And it happens psychologically as well. So we're better off when we're younger doing the harder things in life so that we're later on in life and we don't have the patience, we don't have the, the time and maybe not the energy, we can have it a little bit easier. Exactly. And so back to your question around how do we get started on that? It's getting people to be clear. And to your point, it's getting them clear on their why. Why do they want to do something? Or why do they not want to do something? Because why it doesn't matter to them can be as telling as why it does. And you get that viewpoint on what is your perspective on this? If you were given, there are some people you could give them a gold bar and they wouldn't like it. It wouldn't be shiny enough. It would be too big. It would be too little. And other people would see it and go, oh, my gosh, I got a gold bar. Hmm, Great point. It was interesting. I have uh, years ago there was a gentleman, uh, one of our industry leaders, and um, what happened was a good friend of his had had a uh, heart attack and ended up having to go for, like, quadruple bypass. And he was close enough to this individual that when he saw what his friend was going through and that what the recovery required as far as the diet, the exercise, he said something which was, I'm going to make those changes in my life now before the heart attack so that I can have the life that I want and have it a better life later. So mm-hmm. what he was doing is, is he recognized what he didn't want, and then he made the adjustments. So when we start with that why, it's, and I love what you said, which is it could be what you want or what you don't want. Exactly. But you have to commit to that, and then you have to have your actions in alignment with whatever the outcome is that you're looking to have. Frank, I think that's so poignant because we live in a time with all of the medical technology, health and wellness, and longevity of life, that people really cannot afford to not shift their thinking on their accountability and direction of their financial path. So if you're employed and if you have a job and if you're living a comfortable life, that's great. But if something falls apart or one of those blocks comes out of the foundation, are you prepared and do you have a plan? And do you have a plan that can sustain a viewpoint and an attitude? We often see people fall apart. 
We see other people given the same challenge and smooth sailing. Never missed a beat. It Wouldn't know it. It's just everything's good to go. Those people have a plan that they feel intact and has integrity for them. And they have confidence in. It's a great point. So as, you know, to clarify for our listeners today, it sounds like what I've heard so far is, number one, you have to have that why, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, the reason why you're doing something. And then as you were just saying, Jacqueline, it sounds like the alignment. Yes. And then you were mentioning that whole idea of abundance, which is, and maybe just take an extra couple of minutes on the abundance, which is, you know, the difference of abundance versus scarcity. Because it's not that somebody's in one all the time, by the way. No. We we can go back and forth, but we have to kind of recognize where we are. So maybe take let a me give you time. Let me give you a little bit on abundance from, and this is a Jacqueline viewpoint on it. I think when people are goal-oriented and they have a plan and they have a vision of their future, it's easier for them to be abundant in the possibilities of the way they see things and think about things versus when people are living day-to-day and they don't have a long-term goal of where they see possibilities fitting in. They tend to get very myopic and very scarce in the moment are stuck in detail. They get stuck in the situation or the pothole on the highway. Lose track of the why. They do. And it's just like they hit that sinkhole and they go down and they waddle in it for a while. They lose perspective and it takes longer to get them on track. It also takes longer to figure out what are they really asking for? What is the issue at hand? Because it's moving. It's kind of bouncing. Where if someone has that plan and they have a vision, they have a sense of where things fit. They also know that there are bumps that are going to happen. So they're not null and void of the bumps. They've actually planned for the possibility of a bump. And that, in a, I don't know, in a a context is the possibility of abundant thinking versus the reality of scarcity in situations. That's great insight. So for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. Discovering Responsible Wealth is our monthly coaching program for all of our community members. Our guest today, again, Jacqueline Whelan of Solutions Provided. This has been Frank Congelos, and we thank you for being with us this month, and we look forward to next month. Again, this has been Discovering Responsible Wealth, brought to you by the Institute of Responsible Wealth. Have a great month. Advisors of the Institute of Responsible Wealth may be licensed for investment and insurance products. The Institute of Responsible Wealth is an educational division of CNA Financial Group. CNA Financial Group and its advisors are an agency or an agent of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Park Avenue Securities is an indirect, wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. The Institute of Responsible Wealth and CNA Financial Group are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian.